Aphorisms 21 to 26 of Book 2 of the New Organon. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Geoffrey Edwards. The New Organon by Francis Bacon. Translated by James Spedding, Robert Leslie Ellis, and Douglas Denon Heath. Aphorisms 21 to 26 of Book 2. 21. The tables of first presentation and the rejection or process of exclusion being completed, and also the first vintage being made thereupon, we are to proceed to the other helps of the understanding in the interpretation of nature and true and perfect induction, in propounding which, I mean, when tables are necessary, to proceed upon the instances of heat and cold, but when a smaller number of examples will suffice, I shall proceed at large, so that the inquiry may be kept clear, and yet more room be left for the exposition of the system. I propose to treat, then, in the first place, of prerogative instances, secondly, of the supports of induction, thirdly, of the rectification of induction, fourthly, of varying the investigation according to the nature of the subject, fifthly, of prerogative natures, with respect to investigation, or of what should be inquired first and what last, sixthly, of the limits of investigation, or a synopsis of all natures in the universe, seventhly, of the application to practice, or of things in their relation to man, eighthly, of preparations for investigation, and lastly, of the ascending and descending scale of axioms. 22. Among prerogative instances, I will place first solitary instances. Those are solitary instances which exhibit the nature under investigation in subjects which have nothing in common with other subjects except that nature, or, again, which do not exhibit the nature under investigation in subjects which resemble other subjects in every respect in not having that nature. For it is clear that such instances make the way short, and accelerate and strengthen the process of exclusion, so that a few of them are as good as many. For instance, if we are inquiring into the nature of colour, prisms, crystals, which show colours not only in themselves, but externally on a wall, dews, etc., are solitary instances, for they have nothing in common with the colours fixed in flowers, coloured stones, metals, woods, etc., except the colour from which we easily gather that colour is nothing more than a modification of the image of light received upon the object, resulting in the former case from the different degrees of incidence, in the latter from the various textures and configurations of the body. These instances are solitary in respect to resemblance. Again, in the same investigation, the distinct veins of white and black in marble, and the variegation of colour in flowers of the same species are solitary instances, for the black and white streaks in marble, or the spots of pink and white in a pink, agree in everything almost except the colour, from which we easily gather that colour has little to do with the intrinsic nature of a body, but simply depends on the coarser and, as it were, mechanical arrangement of the parts. These instances are solitary in respect to difference. Both kinds I call solitary instances, or barine, to borrow a term from astronomers. 23. Among prerogative instances, I will next place migratory instances. 
they are those in which the nature in question is in the process of being produced when it did not previously exist or on the other hand of disappearing when it existed before and therefore in either transition such instances are always twofold or rather it is one instance in motion or passage continued till it reaches the opposite state such instances not only accelerate and strengthen the exclusive process but also drive the affirmative or form itself into a narrow compass for the form of a thing must necessarily be something which in the course of the migration is communicated or on the other hand which in the course of this migration is removed and destroyed and though every exclusion promotes the affirmative yet this is done more decidedly when it occurs in the same than in different subjects and the betrayal of the form in a single instance leads the way as is evident from all that has been said to the discovery of it in all and the simpler the migration the more must the instance be valued besides migratory instances are of great use with a view to operation because in exhibiting the form in connection with that which causes it to be or not to be they supply a clear direction for practice in some cases whence the passage is easy to the cases that lie next there is however in these instances a danger which requires caution viz lest they lead us to connect the form too much with the efficient and so possess the understanding or at least touch it with a false opinion concerning the form drawn from a view of the efficient but the efficient is always understood to be merely the vehicle that carries the form this is a danger however easily remedied by the process of exclusion legitimately conducted i must now give an example of a migratory instance let the nature to be investigated be whiteness an instance migrating to a production or existence is glass whole and pounded again simple water and water agitated into froth for glass and water in their simple state are transparent not white whereas pounded glass and water in froth are white not transparent we must therefore inquire what has happened to the glass or water from this migration for it is obvious that the form of whiteness is communicated and conveyed by that pounding of the glass and that agitation of the water we find however that nothing has been added except the breaking up of the glass and water into small parts and the introduction of air but we have made no slight advance to the discovery of the form of whiteness when we know that two bodies both transparent but in a greater or less degree bracket viz air and water or air and glass close bracket do when mingled in small proportions together exhibit whiteness through the unequal refraction of the rays of light but an example must at the same time be given of the danger and caution to which i alluded for at this point it might readily suggest itself to an understanding led astray by efficient causes of this kind that air is always required for the form of whiteness or that whiteness is generated by transparent bodies only notions entirely false and refuted by numerous exclusions whereas it will be found that bracket, setting air and the like aside close bracket, bodies entirely even in the particles which affect vision are transparent bodies simply uneven are white bodies uneven and in a compound yet regular texture are all colours except black while bodies uneven and in a compound irregular and confused texture are black here then i have given an example of an instance migrating to production or existence in the proposed nature of whiteness an instance migrating to destruction in the same nature of whiteness is froth or snow in dissolution 
for the water puts off whiteness and puts on transparency on returning to its integral state without air nor must i by any means omit to mention that under migratory instances are to be included not only those which are passing toward production and destruction but also those which are passing toward increase and decrease since these also help to discover the form as is clear from the above definition of form and the table of degrees the paper which is white when dry but when wetted bracket that is when air is excluded and water introduced close bracket is less white and approaches nearer to the transparent is analogous to the above given instances twenty four among prerogative instances i will put in the third place striking instances of which i have made mention in the first vintage concerning heat and which i also call shining instances or instances freed and predominant they are those which exhibit the nature in question naked and standing by itself and also in its exaltation or highest degree of power as being disenthralled and freed from all impediments or at any rate by virtue of its strength dominant over suppressing and coercing them for since every body contains in itself many forms of natures united together in a concrete state the result is that they severally crush depress break and enthrall one another and thus the individual forms are obscured but certain subjects are found wherein the required nature appears more in its vigour than in others either through the absence of impediments or the predominance of its own virtue and instances of this kind strikingly display the form at the same time in these instances also we must use caution and check the hurry of the understanding for whatever displays the form too conspicuously and seems to force it on the notice of the understanding should be held suspect and recourse be had to a rigid and careful exclusion to take an example let the nature inquired into be heat a striking instance of the motion of expansion which bracket, as stated above close bracket, is the main element in the form of heat is a calendar glass of air for flame though it manifestly exhibits expansion still as susceptible of momentary extinction does not display the progress of expansion boiling water too on account of the easy transition of water to vapour or air does not so well exhibit the expansion of water in its own body again ignited iron and like bodies are so far from displaying the progress of expansion that in consequence of their spirit being crushed and broken by the coarse and compact particles which curb and subdue it the expansion itself is not at all conspicuous to the senses but a calendar glass strikingly displays expansion in air at once conspicuous progressive permanent and without transition to take another example let the nature inquired into be weight striking instance of weight is quicksilver for it far surpasses in weight all substances but gold and gold itself is not much heavier but quicksilver is a better instance for indicating the form of weight than gold because gold is solid and consistent characteristics which seem related to density whereas quicksilver is liquid and teeming with spirit and yet is heavier by many degrees than the diamond and other bodies that are esteemed the most solid from which it is obvious that the form of heaviness or weight depends simply on quantity of matter and not on the compactness of frame twenty five among prerogative instances i will put in the fourth place clandestine instances which i also call instances of the twilight and which are pretty nearly the opposites of striking instances for they exhibit the nature under investigation in its lowest degree of power 
and as it were in its cradle and rudiments striving indeed and making a sort of first attempt but buried under and subdued by a contrary nature such instances however are of very great service for the discovery of forms because as striking instances lead easily to specific differences so are clandestine instances the best guide to genera that is to those common natures whereof the nature proposed are nothing more than particular cases for example let the nature proposed be consistency or the nature of that which determines its own figure opposed to which is fluidity those are clandestine instances which exhibit some feeble and low degree of consistency in a fluid as a bubble of water which is a sort of consistent pellicle of determined figure made of the body of water of a similar kind are the droppings from a house which if there be water to follow lengthen themselves out into very thin thread to preserve the continuity of the water but if there be not water enough to follow then they fall in round drops which is the figure that best preserves the water from a solution of continuity but at the very moment of time when the thread of water ceases and the descent in drops begin the water itself recoils upward to avoid discontinuation again in metals which in the fusion are liquid but more tenacious the molten drops often fly to the top and stick there a somewhat similar instance is that of children's looking-glasses which little boys make on rushes with spittle where also there is seen a consistent pellicle of water this however is much better shown in that other childish sport when they take water made a little more tenacious by soap and blow it through a hollow reed and so shape the water into a sort of castle of bubbles which by the interposition of the air become so consistent as to admit of being thrown some distance without discontinuation but best of all is it seen in frost and snow which assume such a consistency that they can be almost cut with a knife although they are formed out of air and water both fluids all which facts not obscurely intimate that consistent and fluid are only vulgar notions and relative to the senses and that in fact there is inherent in all bodies a disposition to shun and escape discontinuance but that it is faint and feeble in homogeneous bodies bracket as fluids and bracket more lively and strong in bodies compounded of heterogeneous matter the reason being that the approach of heterogeneous matter binds bodies together while the insinuation of homogeneous matter dissolves and relaxes them to take another instance let the proposed nature be the attraction or coming together of bodies in the investigation of its form the most remarkable striking instance is the magnet but there is a contrary nature to the attractive namely the non-attractive which exists in a similar substance thus there is iron which does not attract iron just as lead does not attract lead nor wood wood nor water water now a clandestine instance is a magnet armed with iron or rather the iron in an armed magnet for it is a fact in nature that an armed magnet at some distance off does not attract iron more powerfully than an unarmed magnet but if the iron be brought so near as to touch the iron in the magnet then the armed magnet supports a far greater weight of iron than a simple and unarmed magnet on account of the similarity of substance between the pieces of iron an operation altogether clandestine and latent in the iron before the magnet was applied hence it is manifest that the form of coition is something which is lively and strong in the magnet feeble and latent in iron again it has been observed that small wooden arrows without an iron point discharged from large engines 
pierce deeper into wooden material, bracket, say the sides of ships, or the like, close bracket, than the same arrows tipped with iron, on account of the similarity of substance between the two pieces of wood, though this property had previously been latent in the wood. In like manner, although air does not manifestly attract air or water in the entire body, yet a bubble is more easily dissolved on the approach of another bubble than if that other bubble were away by reason of the appetite of coition between water and water, and between air and air. Such clandestine instances, bracket, which, as I have said, are of the most signal use, close bracket, exhibit themselves most conspicuously in small and subtle portions of bodies, the reason being that larger masses follow more general forms, as shall be shown in the proper place. 26. Among prerogative instances, I will put in the fifth place constitutive instances, which I also call manipular. They are those which constitute a single species of the proposed nature, a sort of lesser form, for since the genuine forms, bracket, which are always convertible with the proposed natures, close bracket, lie deep and are hard to find, it is required by the circumstances of the case and the infirmity of the human understanding that particular forms which collect together certain groups of instances, bracket, though not all, close bracket, into some common notion, be not neglected, but rather be diligently observed, for whatever unites nature, though imperfectly, paves the way to the discovery of forms. Instances, therefore, which are useful in this regard, are of no despicable power, but have a certain prerogative. But great caution must here be employed, lest the human understanding, after having discovered many of those particular forms, and thereupon established partitions, or divisions of the nature in question, be content to rest therein, and instead of proceeding to the legitimate discovery of the great form, take it for granted that the nature from its very roots is manifold and divided, and so reject and put aside any further union of the nature, as a thing of superfluous subtlety, and verging on mere abstraction. For example, let the proposed nature be memory, or that which excites and aids the memory. Constitutive instances are order or distribution, which clearly aids the memory, also topics, or, quotes, places, in artificial memory, which may be either places in the proper sense of the word, as a door, angle, window, and the like, or familiar and known persons, or any other thing at pleasure, bracket, provided they be placed in a certain order, close bracket, as animals, vegetables, words, two, letters, characters, historical persons, and the like although some of these are more suitable and convenient than others. Such artificial places help the memory wonderfully, and exalt it far above its natural powers. Again, verse is learned and remembered more easily than prose. From this group of three instances, viz., order, artificial places, and verse, one species of aid to the memory is constituted, and this species may with propriety be called the cutting off of infinity. For when we try to recollect or call a thing to mind, if we have no prenotion or perception of what we are seeking, we seek and toil and wander here and there, as if in infinite space. Whereas, if we have any sure prenotion, infinity is at once cut off, and the memory has not so far to range. Now, in the three foregoing instances, the prenotion is clear and certain. In the first it must be something which suits the order. In the second it must be an image which bears some relation or conformity to the places fixed. 
in the third it must be words that fall into the verse and thus infinity is cut off other instances again will give us this second species that whatever brings the intellectual conception into contact with the sense bracket, which is indeed the method most used in mnemonics close bracket, assists the memory other instances will give us this third species the things which make their impression by way of a strong affection as by inspiring fear admiration shame delight assist the memory other instances will give us the fourth species that things which are chiefly imprinted when the mind is clear and not occupied with anything else either before or after as what is learned in childhood or what we think of before going to sleep also things that happen for the first time dwell longest in the memory other instances will give us the fifth species that a multitude of circumstances or points to take hold of aids the memory as writing with breaks and divisions reading or reciting aloud lastly other instances will give us this sixth species that things which are waited for and raise the attention dwell longer in the memory than what flies quickly by thus if you read anything over twenty times you will not learn it by heart so easily as if you were to read it only ten trying to repeat it between whiles and when memory failed looking at the book it appears then that there are six lesser forms of aids to the memory viz the cutting off of infinity the reduction of the intellectual to the sensible impression made on the mind in a state of strong emotion impression made on the mind disengaged multitude of points to take hold of expectation beforehand to take another example let the proposed nature be taste or tasting the following instances are constitutive persons who are by nature without the sense of smell cannot perceive or distinguish by taste food that is rancid or putrid nor food that is seasoned with garlic or with roses or the like again persons whose nostrils are accidentally obstructed by a catarrh cannot distinguish or perceive anything putrid or rancid or sprinkled with rose-water again persons thus affected with catarrh if while they have something fetid or perfumed in their mouth or palate they blow their nose violently immediately perceive the rancidity or the perfume these instances then will give and constitute this species or rather division of taste that the sense of taste is in part nothing else then an internal smell passing and descending from the upper passages of the nose to the mouth and palate on the other hand the taste of salt sweet sour acid rough bitter and the like are as perceptible to those in whom the sense of smell is wanting or stopped as to any one else so that it is clear that the sense of taste is a sort of compound of an internal smell and a delicate power of touch of which this is not the place to speak to take another example let the proposed nature be the communication of quality without admixture of substance the instance of light will give or constitute one species of communication heat and the magnet another for the communication of light is momentaneous and ceases at once on the removal of the original light but heat and the virtue of the magnet after they have been transmitted to or rather excited in a body lodge and remain there for a considerable time after the removal of the source of motion very great in short is the prerogative of constitutive instances for they are of much use in the forming of definitions bracket, especially particular definitions close bracket, and in the division and partition of natures with regard to which it was not ill said by plato 
quote, that he is to be held a god who knows well how to define and to divide. End, quote. End of aphorisms twenty one to twenty six of book two. Recording by Geoffrey Edwards.